Productions. This has been a pre-taped show. And coming up next here on WCBN FM Ann Arbor is Pandora's Lunchbox with Mike Perini. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said Hand off his box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe That means I have Half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and stuff, sometimes more stuff than food, and stuffing and food, but that's not really the season for stuffing. What I'm saying is, hi, and on today's show we're going to look at a number of things, including stuff and bourbon, alcohol, that seems to be a theme that might recur in the next half hour. In the meantime, we're going to get with John Lee Hooker, who has recorded one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. He recorded it many times in his life and has probably had many a bourbon, scotch, and beer in sequence. And nonetheless, here is a version from his album called Chill Out. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. John Lee Hooker. One scotch, one beer I say, hey, Mr. Bartender Come here, I want another drink And I want it now The girl, she gone, she been gone tonight I ain't seen the girl, she's not a full ass I wanna get drunk and get her off my mind I want bourbon, one scotch, one beer Sit there, drinking, getting stoned. Yeah, yeah. After a while, look down the bar at the bartender. I said, Hey, what do you want? One bourbon, one sky, one beer. Well, the girls are gone, gone tonight I haven't seen the girls and not a full ass Wanna get drunk and get her on my mind One bourbon, one scotch, one beer 
Then I sit there getting stoned, mellow, feeling so good, so good. I look down the bar, at the bartender. I look, hey, 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 what do you want? One bourbon, one sky, one beheld. Well, the girls are gone on tonight. I haven't seen the girls tonight a full last. I wanna get drunk and get off of my mind. I want bourbon, one sky, one beheld. Then I sit there. Drinking. After a while, I raise my head, looked on the wall, at the clock on the wall. By that time, quarter two, last call for alcohol. I looked down the bar, at the bartender. I'm like, hey, what do you want? One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. John Lee Hooker was still was still officially dangerous when he did that one. That was one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, and that's his album Chill Out from 1990. He was 73 years old, and we may have to do a little comparing and contrasting. I'm going to have to dig up a, one of the earlier versions of One Bourbon, One Scotch, One Beer by John Lee Hooker. And I don't know if I have if we have on us here One Scotch, One Bourbon, One Beer by Amos Milburn, but nonetheless, the sequence of things is very important in these circumstances, and I just need you to know that. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike, and alcohol seems to be a theme going on here. I can't exactly explain. But see, it's also summer, and everybody's out of town. It's strangely deserted in the streets of Ann Arbor some of these nights, and you can actually shockingly find a startling parking place that's really um, shocking. So here's this thing. A friend of mine not too long ago went out to Southern California for a wedding. I believe she was the bridesmaid. And as a matter of fact, she had an experience that has a peripheral connection to alcohol, or at least a container for alcohol. And it went a little something like this. It also involves food. That's it's all very important. So this is my friend Luba talking about her experience after the wedding. After the wedding, you have all the time in the world free to yourself. Right. And you're a little buzzed and you're not a fit <laughs> to drive. And uh, you walk around Riverside, California, which is a nice little town. I recommend it to anyone. They have a nice walk street covered with oranges. Lots of oranges, all painted oranges. But if you leave that. Wait, uh, how, how big are these oranges? They're huge. They're, they're human-sized oranges. They're papier-mâché oranges. Oh. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, there's a movie, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, which is not really uh, an A-movie, A-list movie, or one of the greatest movies of all time, but these were not killer oranges, were they? Um, They looked pretty peaceful to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were killer oranges in, in another sense. They were killer as in awesome? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So these killer as in awesome. Massive oranges, some painted in beautiful ways, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. In, in, in all imaginable kinds of ways. Okay. Um, and apparently there are people in Riverside, California, who like to let their imagination go loose. That sounds like a plan. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you were walking through Riverside. 
Correct. Residential areas. And then there is a place called Tio's Tacos. Tio's Tacos. Tio's Tacos. We're talking about Tio's Tacos in Riverside, California. Um, I looked at it, and I looked at it again, and I thought, well, I don't know what this is. Maybe I shouldn't walk in. Is it? Why, why did you have that feeling? Oh, because it it had a lot of, I mean, it, 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 had, it was a small building with a huge yard, it seemed like, and an even, even larger backyard hmm. with strange objects sticking hmm. out of the trees and the fence, <laughs> and uh, there seemed to be like um, wired sculptures here and there, and papier-mâché um, parrots in the trees, wow. and uh, yeah. So uh, you thought to yourself, you may not need a taco, but you may need to walk in. Correct. Correct. So I walked in from the backyard, and I found myself in an enchanted garden. Wow. Yeah. It's called the water garden, where water flows in all possible ways through plants that are also planted in a rather chaotic jungle-like way. Okay. Um, so in, in that garden, there is a, there is a sign in, in English and in Spanish stating that... Uh, Children are either not welcome, and if they are there, they should be accompanied by a responsible adult. Hmm, okay. Okay. And you pass that garden, you find yourself surrounded by those tiled tables, Mexican-style tiled tables. Okay. And you see a structure in front of you, and you don't believe your eyes. You, 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 you believe, like, like, for a moment that you are hallucinating. Because you see, I mean, it's, it's like everything that, I would describe as a chapel. Okay. But it's not wood. It's not brick. It's not marble. It's not any material that chapels are usually made of. It's a chapel made of beer bottles. <laughs> beer bottles stuck in cement. Wow. Uh-huh. And they, 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 they're, they're stuck in a very artful, very concise way. You see patterns. Um, the chapel is small, but big enough for anyone to walk in. It has benches, it has an altar, it has icons. The frames of the icons are, um, the caps of beer bottles. Wow. So. And that's what you saw. This is what I saw. And what did you do? I took pictures. A lot of pictures? Uh, yeah, a good amount of pictures. It was in the middle of the day, very hard light. Um, very difficult. I mean, glass is difficult to take pictures of to start with, but when the light is as harsh as it is at two o'clock in the afternoon. In California. In California, Southern California. Yeah, you, you take a lot of pictures to, to, to get something decent out of this. And how long did you stay there? Um, the whole afternoon. <laughs> Hours and hours and hours. Hours and hours and hours. I did have a taco, but just to be able to question the staff about about the plates. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to ask if you had a taco. I did have a taco. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And maybe two tacos even. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Tio's Tacos. Tio's Tacos. In Riverside, California. Mm -hmm. Whereabouts is Riverside? Uh, It's about uh, one hour east of L.A. If you take... I-10 East, and then just um, swerve off of it and take 60 East. It will take you right down the riverside. There are more convoluted ways, but I'll, I'll skip them.
Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, what did it feel like being in a in a chapel made of beer bottles? Just being inside, what did it feel like? It felt like um, it was unreal, but then I knew it was real. <laughs> Technically. Technically, it was real. You know what it felt like? It felt like being back at the Burning Man. The Burning Man. Oh, yes. Wow. Because um, chapel made of beer bottles and all the objects and, and the garden outside and everything, it just was strongly reminiscent of what people do at the Burning Man. A few weeks later, I mean, I, 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 I talked to other people about what I saw, and luckily they had seen the same thing. Luckily. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't hallucinating in any way, and, and I have my pictures too. And uh, they said that, oh, this is this is so Mexican. Hmm. But I never knew that they did stuff like this in Mexico. Building chapels out of uh-huh. different materials? Mm-hmm. Include, including beer bottles. Found objects? Yeah, yeah. This is what Susan's husband, Nick, said. Susan is uh, the woman who got married, and mm-hmm. Nick is the husband. N- yeah. Nick is the husband, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, Luba, thank you for uh, sharing that with us. Well, Mike, thanks for having me over. Yeah, I wish that uh, you could look at your radio and see it. But maybe if you look up T.O.'s Tacos on the Web in Riverside, maybe I'll have to look for that pretty soon. John Lee Hooker's just wandered back to find out what all the fuss was about with uh, bourbon beer and beer bottles and a chapel and a taco place. And that was my friend Luba talking to me not long ago about a trip she took to Riverside, California as part of a wedding. Very cool, very cool. Things you need to do in summer is to find chapels with beer bottles as their composed material. Also, though, we're going to talk a little bit more about alcohol in just a moment and how it seemed to get some fine art folks in trouble in Detroit and how somebody's fighting that. But in the meantime, we need to look at something that's very important to the summer, very important to August, and I'm talking about vegetables. 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 Vegetables.
That's the old soul, and that is vegetables that are vegetables. Those am vegetables. The song is vegetables. That's a Beach Boys tune done by Old Soul, who I believe is from Canada. Judging by the liner notes, could very well be, in fact, Canadian. That's a song about food, and it's everywhere, isn't it? Food. Generally, it's what we eat. Alcohol is the theme kind of today in a way, sort of, and I want to talk about this because this is uh, a legal brief just filed by the uh, ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, relating to an art gallery in Detroit. Here it goes. In a legal brief filed on Monday, this has to do with alcohol, by the way, the American Civil Liberties Union of Michigan asked a district court judge to dismiss criminal charges against Michael White a patron of the Contemporary Art Institute of Detroit, who was detained and cited by Detroit police during the raid of a members-only gathering at the gallery. The ACLU of Michigan is also representing more than 100 other patrons whose cases are on hold pending a ruling in the case. This May 31st, more than 100 people gathered at the CADE, I believe it's pronounced the CADE, the Contemporary Art Institute of Detroit, the CADE is a nonprofit that has promoted art and art education in Detroit for 29 years, and they were there for Funk Night, a monthly members-only event. Shortly after 2 a.m., more than two dozen Detroit police officers, dressed entirely in black, with their faces masked and guns drawn, stormed into the Cade and ordered all patrons to lie face down, including those who were outside on the back patio. Those who did not move fast enough or ask questions were kicked to the ground by officers. The officers then separated men and women and searched them all, issuing each a ticket for, quote, loitering, loitering in a place of illegal occupation, unquote. The officers also seized all the vehicles that were at the gallery under the Michigan Nuisance Abatement Statute. Let's all say that again because it's so fun to say. Nuisance, Michigan Nuisance Abatement Statute. Although the officers were identified as police in small writing on their hats and jackets, many patrons reported not being able to see the writing and therefore were initially terrified that the police were actually armed robbers. The brief says charges against the patrons should be dismissed because the ordinance is unconstitutionally vague. The one that charged them for loitering in a place of illegal occupation, they say, is unconstitutionally vague. 
and violates the patron's First Amendment rights to freedom of expression and association. In addition, the ordinance violates the Fourth Amendment because the Detroit police lacked probable cause to detain and cite patrons. Again, this happened May 31st, and this week the ACLU has filed a legal brief asking a district court judge to dismiss criminal charges against the people who were searched and detained. And the alcohol collection is connection is apparently to do with the fact that alcohol laws allegedly prohibited the gathering. They did talk about this, again, as loitering in a place of illegal occupation. It's an art gallery, which has been operating for several decades, and they illegally occupied it in an event that was held by the art gallery. It's kind of hard to understand, really. But the ACLU has... Information has the brief, actually. You can read the brief in support of the defendant's motion to dismiss at aclumich.org, and you can find out all about it. Now, other food news, a little more cheerful. Actually, first, let's... This makes me think of shrapnel. Shrapnel and strawberries, and... Boy, is that a good excuse to play a song that happens to be about that. That's strawberry shrapnel. Strawberry shrapnel is a delicious mixed drink, I'll tell you. 
if I say that, maybe people will believe me as if I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Strawberry Shrapnel, a song by White Ravens, a local group. Very cool. And just a few more news bits about food and such. The Who is playing at the Palace of Auburn Hills in October. So what, you say? Well, they say all earnings from their October 21st show will go to Detroit Charities, Gleaners, Community Food Bank, and Focus Hope. Lead singer Roger Daltrey said in a statement on the band's website that the Who have a soft spot for Detroit and know that Michigan is facing tough economic times. So the Who, very coolly, is giving all the earnings from their October 21st show to the Detroit Charities Gleaners Community Food Bank, which is a food bank, and it's about food, and Focus Hope. A couple of big events going on where you can eat enormous amounts of food. The Ypsilanti Heritage Festival is this weekend from Friday, Saturday, and... Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Jeez, I don't even know, and it's right in front of me. You can look up IpsilaniHeritageFestival.com to find out the exact days, but Friday and Saturday for sure, definitely. On Saturday is the infamous Nightmare Cruise, an homage to the Woodward Dream Cruise, only it's a nightmare. It will be an ugliest car contest contest and a car crushing crushing. It'll be many of those things, less and even more, followed soon after by a blueberry pie eating contest. And the Lottie Dawes will be playing vintage baseball on Sunday at 1. Yikes, it's all crazy nutty. There's going to be the corporate duck race thing. It's all completely insane and surreal, and it's going to be IpsilaniHeritageFestival.com. Also, the African World Festival is going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Hart Plaza. Lots of food, lots of music by people like the OJs with their original singers, which is a shock and amazing these days. Groups like the Roots Underground from Jamaica are going to be performing. An artist named Daddy Saj from Sierra Leone will be there at the African World Festival at Hart Plaza. I've been Mike. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox in spite of it all. And we're going to end now with Old Soul. They talked about vegetables to us earlier. Now we're going to do a song called Nectar of the Nitwit. Just the title of this song scares the bejesus out of me, but I think it'll help. Sometimes you just have to face your fears. Here it comes. Nectar of the Nitwit, the old soul. (laughs) Here's WCBN, FM, Ann Arbor. Yes, I am. Coming up next, our will face the music will.
Thank you, Mike Perini. That was the Nectar of the Nitwits, performed by old so the old soul. Thanks again, Mike Perini. At seven o'clock, this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, eighty-eight point three megahertz. My name is R. Wolf, and it's time for Face the Music. I was going to start with some silly songs sung in German. We'll get to those, but after a rousing finale like that. Um, I have no choice but to bring forward Rudy Schwartz from his marvelous album, Don't Get Charred, Get Puffy. This was submitted long ago by Reverend Andrew, and I'm still hopelessly smitten with this ridiculous version of Cracklin' Rosie. Let's see what you think of it. Uh, Face the music means it's a cultural hemorrhage and you're soaking in it. Cracklin' Rosie, get on board. We're gonna ride till there ain't no more to go. Taking it slow. Lord, don't you know. on a twilight train Ain't nothing here that I'd care to take along Maybe a song To sing when I want No need to say 